Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. Makes me so happy to say that. <laughs> it does, it does, it does. Yes, and I'm grateful to join with you now. Our topic this week is family forgiveness. Something I know a lot about, a lot, a lot, a lot. I can easily call myself an expert on family forgiveness. And telling you the truth, it is one of my favorite things to help people with because we can really move beyond the past. We can really move beyond the hurt, the pain, the suffering. We can liberate ourselves and we don't have to suffer anymore with the unforgiveness, with the regrets and the resentments. It's not that it's hard to do, but it does require focused attention and to know the clear path. So let's get into it. But first, we're going to um, pray together. Prayer is the medium of miracles. Jesus tells us in A Course in Miracles so let's take that deep breath together and be grateful. Be grateful that prayer works, that prayer connects us to our own holiness. Let us be grateful that we're already as holy as holy can be. We can't become any more holy. Let us be grateful for the gifts of God today, knowing that they have already been given to us, that there's nothing more that Spirit can give us. We've already been given the full load. And today we are deciding to access it. We're seeking the kingdom within. Everything is being added unto us because we are consciously, willingly seeking the kingdom within. We're not looking outside ourselves anymore. We're looking within. We're turning to our own holiness, to the love that we are. Love is the great healer because love is what we are. So when we choose to remember love, to share and extend love, to be loving to ourselves and others, we are healing the past. We are healing our attachments to the past, the meaning we made of it. Our interpretations dissolve and resolve in the light of pure love. Love is that Christ light within us. It's fully available to us at all times. So we're coming together, joining, transcending space and time to remember the Christ. Yes. So grateful and thankful to decide to have holy encounters this day and every day. So grateful to allow ourselves to let go of misery and learning through pain. We are choosing to learn through joy. We're waking up. We're remembering. And... In gratitude, we share the benefits with our brothers and sisters because we're eternally united, always one. No separation ever, not even possible. So we rejoice, we give thanks, we let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. So let's dive into family forgiveness. Woohoo! <laughs> One of the reasons this is a favorite topic of mine is because, oh my goodness, I think in my lifetime, I'm going to be 62 this month, in my lifetime, the things that have been 
the most challenging to me have been my relationships with my family, my feelings about myself being evil, wrong, bad, unredeemable, that kind of thing. And relationships with men. So all my traumas in this lifetime have been relationships. You know, there have been times when work was hard or school was hard or something like that, but those things are nothing in comparison to the meaning that I made of my experiences in my relationships, my friends, my family, my lovers, it just, uh, my coworkers. Yeah, relationships are the hardest thing. And for me, uh, family, I have to say, number one. And where I am now, I can see 100% that it is the meaning that I made of things. It's my beliefs about things that were the, the problem. It was the stinking thinking. 100% of the time, there was no other thing that was a problem, not one other thing. So I can honestly say that in terms of returning to peace, restoring your sense of harmony in your life, there's no bigger bang for the buck than doing this work at the level of the mind in true forgiveness. And... The ego-identified mind plays a lot of tricks, a lot of tricks. I've been a spiritual counselor for more than 20 years. I've been training spiritual counselors for seven years. And the ego-identified mind plays a lot of tricks, a lot of tricks. But, hello, we are not an ego-identified mind. We are pure presence, pure spirit, pure love. We're holy, and we can, when we're willing, see past it. We can see past every freaking trick the ego-identified mind has. We can. And this is why it's easier when we're two or more gathered And that's one of the reasons why I train spiritual counselors and the work is so fulfilling and it's been so deeply, profoundly helpful to me to be a spiritual counselor. I don't do so much counseling myself uh, per se as a profession because so much is involved in running the programs that I do. So... um, But the years, the many years that I spent doing a lot of one-on-ones, mostly now I do them with people in my programs, not just generally for the public. But all that one-on-one work that I've done, looking at the patterns of the mind, identifying them, and showing them for the insanity that they are, dispelling them, letting them dissolve and resolve. We don't have to fight for peace. That's a crazy, crazy thought. Instead, we simply allow our attachment to the crazy thought dissolve. How do we do that? We amplify our willingness. That's why willingness is all. It's all that's required. There's no other thing that's required because our mind is already free. In truth, our mind is already free, but we think we're caught, and so we experience feeling caught in the web of ego thinking. But just because it feels that way, it doesn't make it so. It feels that way because of our interpretation. So... I like to discuss family forgiveness and forgiveness in particular as we are in the month of November because 
for those in the United States, uh, we have Thanksgiving holiday, which is the biggest family holiday of the year. And uh, who knows what it'll be like this year with uh, COVID. Um, last year, I got to, I was able to get together with my family. Everybody was safe. Everybody got tested. And um, it was it was a wonderful time that we had together. And my brother and his wife and kids came and visited me in Vermont. We had a lovely time. Uh, this year, I'm not sure what's going to go down. And I have no attachment. It's all good. Uh, I know my brother's family is all over the place, so I don't know if I'll see family. But I do love Thanksgiving. I love making a turkey and the sides, and I love sitting down and being grateful. I, I love having dinner with loved ones, friends and family. And that, to me, is the greatest theater there is, the greatest entertainment, is just to be able to sit down with folks we enjoy and have a meal together in a leisurely pace. Have a delicious meal with delicious people. <laughs> and um, so this time of year, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all the different things that are happening, New Year's, it, it's just, it's ripe with so many triggers. The triggers of... Holidays past where there were disappointments, where there were upsets, and the memories of those haven't healed. We, The resentments haven't healed. The regrets haven't healed. The guilt, the blame, the shame has not healed. The jealousy has not healed. Those things are uh, maybe somewhat dormant, uh, maybe like landmines, uh, maybe festering wounds, and that stuff is unhealed. And it's coming up for healing, and we can sometimes really fear that, really fear that, and and be concerned and worried, oh no, this is not going to be good, this is going to be hard uh, and um, painful. So we can take that with us into our holidays, and that, that is difficult. It can be torturous. It can be painful. I certainly have done that. I've gone to be with my family for the holidays uh, I used to, and sometimes in trepidation that the old hurts would um, be triggered again. And of course they were. I had that expectation. So now looking back on my life, I can see how true it is what Jesus tells us in the responsibility for sight section, that we're responsible for what we see and we choose the feelings we would have. I would have said that's crazy years ago, but now I'm absolutely 100% clear that Oh, no, that's exactly how it works. And so I'm grateful that I can see that. And now, instead of blaming myself for choosing feelings of pain and suffering, when I notice I'm drifting in a direction of disturbance, I can say, what would you choose, Jennifer? What are you going to choose? Is that what you really would like to choose? Something's coming up for healing. Let's call for a healing instead of despair, pain, suffering, hurt, wounding. I also have the benefit of my Masterful Living, my year-long program. I've been doing it now since 2009. So um, this next year, which starts January 1st, will um, be the 14th year. So I've learned so much from the people who have been in my programs and seeing how alike we are, how so many of us, we make these choices because we don't see that we can liberate. But as soon as we do see we can liberate, oh my gosh, 
People put the pedal to the metal sometimes. All it takes is that real willingness and then boom, 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 so much healing can happen and it really transforms things. So this is what motivates me to talk about family forgiveness at the holidays. And I I hope it'll motivate you to do the work now at the holidays and to eliminate repeating patterns of pain because we really can't. We really do have this opportunity, it's ours, it's available to us, and we can choose it each and every day. And what I like to say for me is one of the greatest benefits is we can be of service to our brothers and sisters. And at some point in our family journey, we will realize that our brothers and sisters are our mothers and fathers, our sons and daughters. It's our brothers and sisters are every other human being. And that while many of us would like to have a certain kind of experience with our mothers and fathers, our aunties and uncles, our grandparents, grandmothers and grandfathers, as well as our sons and daughters, our nieces and nephews. We would like to have certain kinds of experiences with these people in our lives. But I've learned that I had to make the change and just see everyone as my brother and my sister. Everyone. And to have uh, love, respect, honoring for each one. Because we are united. There is no separation. If I don't respect my brother, my sister, I don't respect myself. If I don't respect my brother, my sister, I don't respect my creator. I don't respect Jesus. Jesus said it this way, what you do to the least of them, you do to me. So whatever we do in our minds mentally to those that we think are unworthy of our love, we're doing it to Jesus. That was his teaching on the oneness. I think it's such a beautiful and perfect teaching on the oneness of all life. So I intend to remember that all day, every day. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I see somebody acting in a way that's incredibly mean or selfish, and I get frustrated, annoyed, triggered. And then I remember, yeah, I used to be incredibly mean and selfish and cruel. I admit it. I could say cruel, mean things. I could withhold love when love was desperately needed, and I would withhold it. I was very hurtful, but I'm not interested in that anymore. I, I don't choose that anymore. I don't. And I'm so, so grateful. And I learned that we can be the fulcrum point of healing in our family and in every relationship we have with another human being, another person. And some people don't know what the fulcrum point is. So um, let's say that you would like, there's a um, boulder that you would like to move. Think of a seesaw, a kid's seesaw. The boulder's on one end, and you've got um, this plank, and it's over a bar, right? It's attached to a bar. So you push on the end that's up high, and you can lift the rock, the boulder that's on the other side. You can lift that weight by pressing on the other end because there is a fulcrum point. And so the the plank is the lever, and the point at which the the plank uh, meets that, that bar that is in the center, that point where it bears the weight, that point, and that's the fulcrum point. The weight bearing point is the fulcrum point. 
So we can be the fulcrum point of healing in our family. And what happened for me when I started to experience the healing benefits of true forgiveness, I got so excited because I realized, oh my God, this is my way out of hell. I had thought for my entire life that there was something wrong with me, that I was a bad person, probably evil, that it was unfixable, unchangeable. I know I've talked about this so many times, but sometimes people come and they just started listening, so they haven't heard me say these things. So bear with me when I repeat things. We're in um, more than 500 episodes now. And by the way, if you can't find the first 225 episodes uh, that we have, uh, it's there are two podcasts. One is called A Course in Miracles. One is called A Course in Miracles Archive. And I think we're probably going to have, uh, yeah, in another year and a half or so, we'll have to have a third podcast in order to capture all of the episodes. At any rate, be sure to know if you're looking for those older episodes, first couple hundred episodes are in the A Course in Miracles archive podcast. So, um, yeah. If, if you're, it depends on what kind of device you're on. If you're on an Apple device, you've got to use the two podcasts. If you're on a, um, what do you call it? The other kind of device, you, uh, I think you can have it all in one, one podcast. All right. So, and I do have a podcast for my prayers as well. So if you just search for my name wherever you get your podcasts, you'll see all the podcasts that are there. Um, so I realized I can be the fulcrum point of healing in my family. I can do that. That's the gift that I can give my family. And so it was a way for me to realize I can be a healing presence. I can be truly helpful. That I'm not just bad. I can actually contribute all kinds of good through doing the forgiveness work, the true forgiveness work. So moving out of, I had to be willing to move out of doing the forgiveness work that's like, I'm sorry, Oh, I accept your apology. Like, that's not true forgiveness work. And I learned that through teaching forgiveness. As God would have it, uh, when I was training to be a spiritual counselor in my group with uh, the other counselors in um the the class of practitioners at Agape, uh, we had to do a workshop based on the teachings of Jesus. And what we did was we meditated uh, a number of times together to ask, what is our topic? What are we supposed to do this workshop on? And um, it just kept coming through over and over again, forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness. And so everything is free. <laughs> It's there for us because that development of that forgiveness workshop that we did back in early 2000, that has become a trajectory for my life. And that was long before I came to A Course in Miracles. So, because I came to A Course in Miracles 2006. And that was year 2000. I started teaching forgiveness and it blew my mind. I had so much healing and so much insight came through my experience of preparing for that workshop and then leading that workshop. And I kept doing it again and again by myself, my own version of it, because it was so amazing, so healing, so transformative. So I... When we are taking out a lot of mental trash and clearing a lot of emotional clutter, there is no better tool 
than this true forgiveness that I teach in my programs. And I've talked about it here. I'm about to do a free class this week called Family Forgiveness. If you're listening next week, you will have missed the live presentations of it, but you can get the recording. So it's free. I encourage you to get it. And I have other free forgiveness workshops, my How to Get Over It, at jenniferhadley.com. And these are the tools that you can use. I'm teaching true forgiveness in these programs, these classes. And then I'm going to do my Forgiven Be Free three-part class later in November. Now is the time to put the pedal to the metal on doing this clearing work so you can be that fulcrum point of healing in your family, that you can do as I did. You you can be in a situation with your family. This this used to happen to me a lot. Once I realized the power of forgiveness, I could go, oh, look, there's an upset here. People are uh, annoyed. They're taking it out on me, and I feel like saying, hey, I don't appreciate that very much. You can't talk to me that way. And and instead of doing that, I learned, wait a minute. I don't have to judge this. I don't have to be hurt and offended. I don't have to be triggered. Instead, I can turn the other cheek and offer an extension of love. I can practice being loving right here, right now. And I can say to my brother, my sister, my mother, my father, whoever it is that's showing up as my brother, my sister, I can say, hey, I could see something's bothering you. What can I do to help? Hey, can I lend a hand right now? And that changed so much. It changed me. It changed them. It changed us. Right now, you can go to jenniferhadley.com and sign up for my free class. I've got much more to share. It's time for me to take a break. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're walking the talk. We're living the love. And I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. And we're back. Thank you for coming back. I do hope you signed up for my family forgiveness free class that's happening this week. And if you missed it, you can get the replay, like I said, and uh, my Forgiven Be Free class is the next week. That's a three-part class. It's a paid class. We dive deeper. So if you'd like to do this work with me, now's the time. And by the way, uh, the Forgive and Be Free class, the three-part class, is a bonus class for anyone who signs up for Masterful Living 2022. So anyone who signs up for Masterful Living, my year-long course, will get the three-part Forgive and Be Free class as a bonus, along with all the other bonuses. So get these live bonuses while you can. For me, it was so exciting to discover, I have the option to go first. Because I used to be that person who would withhold love as a punishment. I wouldn't talk to people. I'd ignore them, all of that. And... um, I made myself more miserable than I made anyone else. That is for sure. And so when I realized, oh, wow. So if someone is snarky to me, instead of me saying, F you, you can go to hell. Don't talk to me that way. I can just literally transform the energy of the moment. I can take responsibility It's about my response ability. I have the ability to respond differently than to just escalate what has been dumped on me. I can turn the other cheek. I can be like my teacher, Jesus, and I can say, hey, you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to, but obviously... Something's really bothering you, and 
whatever it is, I'd, I'd love to just see if we can resolve it and not have it standing between us anymore. Even sometimes just instead of responding in any way, just taking a breath in that moment and saying, Spirit, help me now. Help us now. Jesus, lead me, guide me, direct me. I'm ready to move out of this place of discord and into harmony. I don't know how to do it right now. I'm not sure what to do. I feel irritated. I'm frustrated. I feel anger and resentment coming up. It's ancient. And I'm not interested in speaking from that place or responding from that place of upset anymore. I'm not interested in blaming anyone for how I feel anymore. I'm not interested in torturing them because of the meaning I make of things. I'm interested in peace, in harmony. I'm only interested in the thoughts that I think with God. God, help me. Help me help myself. I am truly willing in this moment. So we remember that Jesus tells us our willingness is all that's required. There's no other requirement. So this kind of inner dialogue, breathing, pausing, breathing, pausing, having this kind of inner dialogue with our own holiness, with Jesus, with God, whatever we'd like to call it, the field of love, having this kind of inner dialogue with the field of love, this is demonstrating true willingness. And I definitely realized that doing that, I could go the other way. I didn't have to go down the same freaking rabbit hole that I'd been down so many times before that always left me feeling like I wanted to die. That I couldn't stand to live this life anymore. I was able to get out of that hole, out of that intense pain and suffering and into a place of freedom, into a place of joy, into a place of holiness But it is the living demonstration of the willingness. It is in that moment actually choosing to go the other way. It's So Jesus tells us, I am responsible for what I see, meaning that it's all a projection of my mind. I I am seeing what I believe. So if I believe people are against me and I'm a victim of the world... I'm going to see that. That's why we're either responsible for the world we see or we're a victim of the world we see. There's no middle ground. You're either on one side of the spectrum or the other. There's just no middle ground. There's no spectrum. There's no spectrum. It's one or the other. And if you're taking responsibility, then you're working for peace then you're working for peace for everyone. You are a peace worker. If you are a victim of the world, you see, if people have betrayed you, if you blame them, if you resent, if you are jealous, all of this, then you're no longer responsible for what you see in your own mind. Life is happening to you and you are a victim. And as long as that's your perspective, remember pain is a wrong perspective, as long as that's your perspective, that's what your experience is going to be. So we need to change our perspective and willingness is all that's required for us to change our perspective. I also think of lesson 183 as being so, so helpful and uh, lesson 183 is called, I call upon God, God's name and my own. I call upon God's name and my own. 
Now, one of the things that Jesus teaches us is that children take the name of their father. And so what he's saying here is that we're made in the spiritual image and likeness of our creator. We are one with our creator. So we have this, these gifts, that the gifts of God are ours today and every day. They've already been given. Spirit has already given us everything that can be given to us because we are part of God. There's no greater gift. That's everything. It's the whole enchilada. Now, in this workbook lesson 183, paragraph 2, to me there's a really beautiful, beautiful teaching here. And um, it starts with God's name cannot be heard without response. So if we call God's name, we're going to get a response. And we're going to hear the response, he says. And he calls it the, the echo. He says, nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember. So we're going to recognize that response. It may not be that we hear it, but we will perceive it. I think that that is the way I think of it. We, if I call God's name, I'm going to perceive the response. Because I'm not on my own anymore. If I'm calling to spirit to help me, I'm calling upon my own holiness. I'm calling upon the infinite holiness. And so the infinite holiness will respond because in that call, in that call to my own holiness, I'm saying I'm not alone. I'm not separate. I'm not on my own. I am one with the one. So again, in paragraph two, then Jesus says, say God's name and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. So what I was sharing before is the practice that I got from this paragraph two, lesson 183. If I pause and I take some deep breaths in that moment of upset, and in that moment, I am willing, really, truly, authentically willing. And remember, a little willingness is the same as a lot. I think I said last week that it's like being pregnant. (laughs) You can't be a little bit pregnant. You're either pregnant or not pregnant. You're either willing or not willing. And so when we call upon God... And we say, I'm so willing in this moment. I'm not interested in repeating these patterns. I am willing to be the fulcrum point of healing in my family. Show me what to say, where to go, what to do, and I will answer, respond, engage, follow. So it's a combination of the truly helpful prayer. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent the one who sent me in my family, in my workplace, in my friendships. Nobody else has to go first. I can go first because I am here only to be truly helpful. There's nothing else for me to do but be truly helpful. I'm not here to... Make a splash, be successful, uh, make a lot of money, be famous, or have a lot of children, build a big house, have the perfect retreat, whatever. I'm not here to do any of those things. I'm here to be truly helpful, and that starts in my consciousness. It really starts and ends in my consciousness because it's all being projected outwards. So in that moment, I am saying, I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent the one who sent me. I don't have to wonder about what to say or what to do because the one who sent me will direct me. I'm content to be wherever God wishes me to be. I'm content to be wherever spirit guides me, knowing 
Spirit goes there with me, that everywhere I travel, I travel in God. There is no other place for me to go. And so if I make my bed in hell, thou art with me. If I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, thou art with me. So I'm content to be wherever I am led, guided, and directed to go. And spirit will make it plain. My own holiness will make it clear to me. And I'll be healed of any misperception as I let spirit show me how to heal, teach me how to heal. I am lifted up. As I am lifted up, I draw all unto me. I will be healed as I let spirit teach me to heal. So being able to know that, I call it the my purpose prayer. It's in chapter 2, section 5, paragraph 1, the function of the miracle worker. And then take paragraph 2 from lesson 183. Say God's name and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. Remember, pain is a wrong perspective. That's what intrudes on our holiness is our incorrect perspective. So if we're calling out to spirit to take responsibility, to be the fulcrum point of healing, to be so willing in that moment to have a different experience, we will. And what's going to happen is we will be led, guided, and directed. If we're just speaking words and we're not actually willing, we may not get the guidance because we may not be of the same vibration. But doing something is better than nothing. It's better than falling down into that old hole and exploding that old landmine. Anything is better than that. That's what I came to. Anything is better than that. Because when I fall in the hole and explode the landmine, I want to die. I do not want to be living in this world anymore. I hate this life and myself and everything in it. Despair, despair, despair. So anything to me was better than falling in that hole, including having the humility to say, I am responsible for all that I see, and choosing love, being willing, is my response ability. I have the ability to respond. And I have these angels, I have Jesus on my side. So now some people think Jesus is speaking in a metaphor here. No, you will, when you call God's name in your moment of challenge, uh, or in your moment of rising up, whatever you'd like to call it or think of it, you are inviting the angels to surround the ground on which you stand, and they will. And they will sing to you, which means they are going to comfort you. They are going to lead you and guide you. They are going to create this vibration of your own holiness to fill the field around you. That others will hear it, you will hear it, it will be felt or received in some way. Now, I'm not talking about, oh, you're going to hear the choir of angels, but you, you'll perceive it in some way. You will notice that it's a shift. And it says, and they sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe. So what they're doing is they're basically running interference in your mind so that you can think the thoughts of God instead of ego. You can perceive more clearly, feel more clearly, hear more clearly, know more clearly, feel more clearly that divine direction. 
so that you can honestly say, I don't have to worry about what to say or what to do because the one who sent me is going to direct me. And the angels will run interference so that I can hear clearly. I can know and feel and see and sense and perceive clearly. All I have to do is be willing, truly willing, and say, God, help me in this moment. My intention in this moment is to be the fulcrum point of healing in my family. And it's it's so important that we don't try to figure out what to do. It's so important that we don't go into the the mind that tries to figure things out. Because that is ego. Ego analyzes, spirit knows. We don't have to analyze anything. We don't have to think about it. It's so important that we don't start thinking about it. We just open our awareness, be still, and know I am God. And nothing else is happening here. This is not happening to me. It's happening for me, by me. So that I will prove God in my own mind. And I will, from this moment forward, know that everything is for me. Nothing is against me. God is for me. And God is demonstrating in my life. I'm never on my own. In every moment, I can call the name of God and the angels will surround the ground on which I stand. And they will sing to me and spread out their wings to keep me safe. And they'll shelter me from every ego thought that would intrude upon my holiness. And for this, I am so, so grateful. Spirit cannot fail. Only the ego-identified person can fail. Only the ego-identified person can fail in relationships, in business, in anything. Spirit-identified people can only succeed because spirit doesn't understand. There's no mechanism for spirit to fail. It's not possible. So all we have to do is rise above the battlefield in our mind, and this is the technique to do it, combining this. Paragraph 2 in Lesson 183 and what I call the My Purpose Prayer, the Truly Helpful Prayer from uh, Chapter 2, Section 5, Paragraph 1, The Function of the Miracle Worker. Boom, boom, boom. Boomity boom, boom, boom. And then we can be victorious. And that's when I like to throw my arms up in the air in a V sign and say, victory is mine, victory is mine, victory is mine. And I can even say that internally before anything has changed in the world. Like before, you know, somebody says something mean and snarky and my temptation is to say, F you. And But I don't, I go within, I breathe, I say God's name, God, help me now. I'm here only to be truly helpful. Lead, guide, and direct me. Angels, surround the ground on which I stand. Run interference, let me only know the thoughts I think with God. My holiness is here, it's intact. Everything is for me, nothing is against me. I'm just going to breathe Breathe, breathe until it's clear what I'm to do. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine because I'm already victorious. I'm so willing. I'm so willing. I'm already victorious. Praise God. I'm coming back to my true self. Thank God. It's possible. I'm doing it. It's happening now. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go, Jesus. Let's do this. A healing for everyone right here, right now. So I don't know how long that took. Maybe 60 seconds to say all that. So maybe it's just taking a minute, a timeout minute to go to that space that I just outlined for you. And just hold on to that. And you will get results that blow your mind and heal your family. And of course, there's much more you can do. But that's it right there. That is it. Mother, Father, God, everything is for me. Nothing is against me. 
I have the power of love within me, and therefore there can be nothing against me. One with love is a majority, and that's where I rest. I rest with the angels surrounding me. I am safe. I am safe because my mind is untouchable in that moment. My mind is free in this moment. So we can go into our family gatherings with this kind of determination. It does require determination. It requires strong intention. True, authentic willingness. Not the willingness that says, oh, I'm so willing. But then when somebody tries our patience, it's, we get annoyed, we get frustrated, and we give in to that instead of using it like a trampoline to jump to a higher level of consciousness. We have choices. We can decide. And that's our opportunity. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> Do I have a passion for forgiveness? I think I do. I think I do. (laughs) And you must be interested in it because there's no way you would have found me or be listening to the sound of my voice if you weren't interested to. Let's do it together. Got my free workshop this week, my paid three-part class. It's not expensive. Three-part class the following week. Let's dig into this. Right? Let's not have any more family drama. No matter how intense it's been, we can be the fulcrum point of healing. Believe me, I know. I am an expert. And I'm also an expert in gratitude. And I'm so grateful for, for you, for contributions to this podcast. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to those who contribute. It is so uplifting to know that what I'm sharing is of value. I am so grateful for everything that was difficult in my life that taught me how to rise up, and I'm so grateful to be able to share it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you haven't written a review yet, what are you waiting for? Go to your podcast uh, provider and please write a review. It just helps so much because we don't have paid advertising and things like that for this. So if you would like to help, that's a great way to help. Also, check out everything at jenniferhadley.com. Masterful Living Registration is opening. We've got bonuses, and you don't want to miss out on the bonuses because they are happening this year. So don't wait to sign up. If you need to have a payment plan, we've got payment plans. If you need to delay payment, we can figure it out. Because we are all in for this family forgiveness and for true, true healing. I'm so grateful to be able to share with you today. Oh, I love you. <laughs> Let's be grateful and thankful that we can have a healing and let the past go, no matter how intense it was. We're sharing the benefits with everyone. We let the healing be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. I love you. Mwah.